0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily uh, with me, Tony Kent. Day two. Let's see if I can be a one-take wonder on this one. Um, I am recording this on the 29th of December and I was thinking, how do you know that I'm actually doing it on that day? I can't hold up a copy of today's newspaper um, but I thought I'd share with you what's happening on my village Facebook page. <laughs> I can't tell you what it is. It's so funny though, as a means of... Um, Giving it a bit of a date stamp. Um, so today, uh, because it's Twixt Must between Christmas and New Year, it is the day where people are giving shit away. Um, there's an assortment of mugs, there's a collection of glasses, there's some um, dry dog food. I mean, this is good. Who needs to go shopping? You could basically kit out your kitchen. What else? Oh, there's a Fitbit flex, um, loads, kids' dressing table um yeah so today's the day when everyone has a clear out my mother-in-law calls it a turnout, which um <laughs> means well it meant for me and my husband when she said this to us it meant having a poo um but no having a turnout <laughs> is clearing stuff out so my village is having a great big turnout today um there's loads of crap on there uh, no lots of good stuff actually collection of kids books if my kid was three again i'd be uh, snapping those up anyway um so that's the day that is today the 29th of december um to carry on with the uh, framework of giving this podcast some kind of purpose i am going to share with you another extract from reasons to be cheerful part one which uh, you can check out on Amazon or just listen here because then it's free. But this was a piece called Can You See See The Real Me? And I guess this really ties into what I'm trying to do with this. Mm. It begins with me saying, hey, I really like your tattoos. (laughs) Oh, my God, I did this. I said this to a guy on the till in H&M. Uh, they were a bit old school in topic. He had some really nice, I remember, he had some great tattoos, ships, birds, mermaids. Um, and they were really beautifully done. And he could see that I was staring at them, thinking, we do!" So I thought it would have been terrible manners not to explain why. With his inking, ear structure and facial piercings, he was giving a visible statement about who he is. And in a way that would have been difficult to conceal unless he took to wearing a boiler suit and a balaclava. Now, you see, boiler suits or um jumpsuits are now in again. So, you know, next time I go in, he might well be wearing a boiler suit. So it led to a conversation with some friends one Friday night um, about, you know, why on earth would you um, speak to someone like that on the till in H&M? But we were talking about how much we were our true selves at work, which led me to think about how I'd behaved in a corporate environment Now when I worked for a corporate, I definitely concealed parts of my character in the belief that it would help me to be more successful. I thought that you needed to act in a certain way and I did take to emulating the traits of people that I saw to be successful in the hope that it would help to further my career. That meant turning down my sense of the absurd and hiding the emotional side of my personality. If you listened yesterday, you will see that putting a lid on the emotional side of my personality That made it hard for me to cope when things got difficult at work. And nobody told me I needed to do that, by the way. I kind of sensed that I needed to rein myself in. So basically, um, there came a point where I'd sort of stopped having and being fun. And not surprisingly, it didn't take too long to get found out. And there were some instances where I learned that forcing yourself to fit an ideal is different. Um, If it's very different to who you are, it's never going to work. During an office move, God, I remember this. We um, were moving into Thames Valley Park out of our little office in Chertsey and unpacking all the crates. And in this beautiful, beautiful corporate office, I was just like living my best life. And I tripped over a packing crate and hurt my leg so badly that it made me cry. You know, it was justified. There was blood and everything. And um, I was apologising to a colleague who had helped me to get up and she worked in HR. Caroline. Caroline Cackett. I'm sure it's probably fine to mention her name but she made an impact on me for how kind she was and I apologised for crying in front of her and she said don't be silly it just shows that you're a human. So had I not appeared human up until then? The second incident was when I was a manager and I asked a member of the team, this is embarrassing, why she was so emotional about a change in the business and she looked at me and said, well what would you know you're like a robot and I mean between the two of us you had some extreme ends of the spectrum um I do remember uh yeah there was a time where she was sat with like her legs over the chair in the office you know over the arm of the chair um so it's um she's a very creative person um as well, and didn't didn't think, well, you know, I need to conceal who I am up yours. if you don't like it, don't look, which is what my friend Donna says, and I think it's a great motto to live by. So she said to me, what would you know you're like a robot?' And I was really shocked by her opinion, but in hindsight, there were times when she wasn't far off the mark, and unfortunately, what I hid at work would come out at home where I would end up in hysterics for the smallest thing, such as dropping a plate or stubbing my toe. I realised this was not a healthy place to be. I remember throwing my shoe down the hallway once. Lobbed my shoe. What a child. So at that point, I made some changes. Um, I stopped being a manager and I became an account manager where I worked with external businesses rather than focusing on internal tasks. And there's nothing like spending time with people who have run their own businesses for 25 years and know more than a thing or two about life to help you get over yourself and realise that life in the real world is different to that in the ivory tower. Their input and saying things like, Tony, yes, still a bit of a robot, uh, set me on a path to being more honest with myself and others about who I am. The most interesting thing I discovered was that the more I enjoy myself, or the more I am myself, the more I enjoy myself. And the more I enjoy myself, the more successful I am at work and at home too. The children couldn't have given a monkey's about my knowledge of running a quarterly business review, IT transformation, virtualisation. But they do love my passion for music, art and language and my ability to impersonate the cookie monster in Yoda, but not at the same time. Yeah, used to do that for uh, our son when he was about two. I'm not going to relive it now. So, of course, this doesn't mean I'm no longer professional or courteous at work. And I don't turn up with, <laughs> and I don't turn up with a thong sticking out the back of my trousers. Definitely don't do that. I'm on like big pants now, big girl pants. But now, I work for myself. I'm committed to embracing even more of what makes me who I am, and I will kick my own ass if I don't stick to it. Um, yeah, I think that is still a work in progress. Um, definitely was a, a creative um i was gonna say awakening i've always been creative i found some stuff in my wicker basket of memories which was being a finalist in a creative writing for the police um, competition when i was at primary school <laughs> it's a piece i wrote called something like just stop it or don't do it i've only got the certificate i haven't got the short story i'm intrigued to know what was in it um And I also found some stuff I wrote when I worked at Read Employment. They used to let me write a newspaper um, for all of the temporary staff that went in with their um, pay slips. And the stuff I put in there, you you could see I read a little bit too much of Viz when I was a teenager. Um, Anyway, so on Leaving Corporate, I definitely um, allowed more of my creative side to show, which came from starting the blog. And um, it's easy to forget to do that stuff or forget how much joy it brings you which is why i'm doing this today so that's day two that's me dropping the book um i thought i'd record it now it is 20 to 2 because i'm going out in a minute for a glass of wine with my friends oh lucky me and i definitely didn't want to be recording after that thanks for feedback on yesterday's episode i hope you enjoyed this one Please drink responsibly and I will see you again tomorrow.